Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. At this week's episode, episode 24... 24. I know, I've almost lost track as well. And we are talking science fiction. Lovely. So stick around if you want to hear more. Hello, Dad. Hello, Connor. How are you? I'm okay. I always get a little bit suspicious when you start this so uh, friendly. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Nice shirt. Thanks, nice shirt. Thanks. Okay. It's the one you got for Father's Day, isn't it? It is the one I got for Father's Day. As you know, we've got a quite important match coming up sometime in the past. <laughs> yeah, sometime in the past for you guys. Yep. But today for us. And uh, yeah, but it's quite fitting that you're wearing it because you got it a few episodes ago. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's great. If you want to hear him opening it, listen to the Father's Day podcast. Um, but anyway. Nice plug early on. I know. Very good plug. Um <laughs> Normally be wearing our Father and Sundays t-shirts. We would be. Nice which you plug. could also buy. On. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so, first of all, have you got anything you really want to mention at the start of the podcast? No, nothing this week, I don't think. Right, because I said just before we start recording, just as a bit of backstory, I said to Dad, we'll have a little bit of ramble about things before we get into it. But I realised I didn't really have much to say. Okay. At this point I've noticed. Do you want me to race in and save the day with... Uh... The fact that we're talking about science fiction today. Maybe we should just clarify that we'll say science fiction, but we may also say sci-fi throughout this podcast. Oh, right. I won't make you put a noise on the uh, podcast just so no. refer no, back to you. that. Okay. So I am going to say what, what sci-fi say? is. Oh. Or the definition of science fiction. Okay. How so lovely. It says fiction based Who's, on... Who Im- says this? This could be Mr. Google. Fiction based on imagined future scientific or technological advances and major social or environmental changes, frequently portraying space or time travel and life on other planets. That's... Now, we did do a definition of superstitions. Go back and listen to the superstitions one. um, Which was a far more complicated... Yeah. Yeah. What did you go like? I was saying plug plug um that i i understand that you know i do when we started talking about science fiction i was a little bit concerned because when you start looking at genres like this they overlap so much so you can have uh sort of science fiction science fiction horror science fiction fantasy science fiction uh superhero this is a similar thing to what we discussed in the musicals episode I'm not doing this right. on purpose by no, the way no, no. we stopped with this one right yeah but on. and how things overlap and things you wouldn't necessarily expect to be falling into that category for, for example in the musicals episode we spoke about you didn't expect sorry my uh, computer just made a noise <laughs> don't know if it picked up yeah. but um yeah, we spoke about you didn't expect The Lion King. I don't know why you wouldn't expect The Lion King to be a musical, but you didn't expect The Lion King to be a musical. Yeah, I was I guessing that I had... Similarly, been... you were, just as an example, because we were running the other day, and you said about Guardians of the Galaxy, how that one surprised you. Now, I'll be perfectly honest, that one didn't surprise me, because it's, it's set got in a, space. Yeah, it is, but I guess I just, because it's a Marvel film, I looked at it as kind of along the lines of the other superhero films, as opposed to it being a science fiction. I suppose 
uh, quite a few of them strain to that area. But, you know, the superpower side of it is, well, it's not what I particularly think of when I think of sci-fi. When I think of sci-fi, I think of sort of, I don't know, again, classic films and or, or stuff that's not necessarily blockbusters, but something slightly different. I mean, I was actually, I had a brief look and I'm not going to give any specific dates because um, I don't know them really, mm. but it, it was, it was, it, it used to be that films that were created, like sci-fi used to be like your list B films kind of thing, like nothing all that great okay there was a couple of them but they were nothing they hit the mainstream and they hit blockbuster levels was it around the 60s 70s time yeah there was there was a few I think really if you think in. about it probably because of the space race yes quite possibly along that the lines, it just yeah. sparked this kind of interest in science fiction and outer space it got people thinking about aliens at Oh, yeah, prior- throwing in more episode names, but <laughs> no, but, but prior to that, that no, but stuff. prior to that, you're absolutely right because it was like B movies. There was a lot of American movies made B yeah. movies, and also they used to have very good film B movie f- <laughs> films, or they used to have serials played out in cinemas, which are things like Flash Gordon, yeah, uh, which obviously was a science fiction thing, you know, about space, about other planets, about other people. Like so, uh, yeah, yeah. He saved every one of us, you know that, don't you? Yeah. Anyway, that, I guess, was starting to build. But you're right, it's the blockbusters that really pushed it into, you know, out of the B-movie side of things and more into a, you know, everybody watching it, you know, it being in the top ten of films, you know. they're Obviously, they're, if you looked at the top ten films of all time, like as far as grossing the money gross sort of thing, uh, you would have sci-fi films within that list, without yeah. a doubt. And I can think of one obvious one, but yeah. Yeah, and with this as well, I'm going to name a couple of films right now, and I'm just going to... Would you put them in the sci-fi category, or would you not? Okay. So, um, first of all, Ghostbusters. No. No? Why no. not? Because uh, it... <laughs> Again, I see Ghostbusters as a comedy film. You know, it, 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 it the people in it, I guess, uh, would be the Saturday Night Live crew from that that time. Um, so I'd see it as a comedy film that just has a element of it that's supernatural rather than science fiction. But you know, it's they're using science that doesn't exist. So it is science fiction. You know, this is where it, it gets quite difficult with that. So. Now, it is considered to be a sci-fi film, sci-fi is comedy. Is it really? Yeah, oh, okay. because it's it's science. It's using, uh, by your definition that you're given at, at the start, it's using potential scientific... Technology that yeah. doesn't exist, yeah. Okay. Okay. Go on then. Another Harry one. Potter. That's fantasy, surely. That's not science fiction. No, that one is fantasy, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because it deals with magic. It it doesn't deal. It deals with it at a time. It's supposed to be set now, really, yeah. or a few years back. But it's supposed to be going on, and we're just oblivious to it. Our smuggle. So no, I wouldn't say that's science fiction. So I'm right in that, am I? Yeah. Okay. Jurassic Park. Oh well, I guess now I know where you, where we're going with this because obviously the whole point of Jurassic Park is the scientific element of it where they are extracting the DNA from mosquitoes and then using that DNA from other animals to create dinosaurs. So I guess I guess the actual I think the other animals were dinosaurs by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, no no no, no the other animals when they, they sort of the blood um, from the mosquito. Yeah, they they plug the gaps that they haven't got. With other animals, yeah. With other animals, like they say about frogs. That's why they say about them. Um, it's not the mosquito's spontane- DNA. No, it's not the mosquito's DNA. Because otherwise that'd be very so boring. So I would say... Very boring film. That's one of those sci-fi films that has gone blockbuster. Yeah, it's a sci-fi film. Right, okay. Yeah, it's considered a sci-fi film. E.T.? Well, E.T. I would think of as a science fiction film... But I'm again, mentioning it's, ones that John Williams has done the soundtrack yeah, is that, of. Is that all you're interested in, right? Okay. Apart from Ghostbusters, you didn't do Ghostbusters. No. Um, so, E.T., yes. But again, 
obviously within that science fiction bracket, that that's sort of along the lines of uh, children. Well, uh, like a children's story, but it, it is quite... Bits of it are quite frightening, I guess, for children. But it's all shot from a children's perspective, isn't it? Because all the most of the adults in it, you don't actually see them. You see their legs, or you see their keys, or you see you don't see that many of the adults' faces, like the mum being an exception. But it is a sci-fi film because it's about an alien coming yeah, to Earth and getting stranded. Yeah, it's definitely a sci-fi film. Yeah, yeah. I'm Sorry, actually surprised I went on the bit, amount of diversion you went in that one because it's mm. about an alien. Yeah, Diversion. okay. Yeah, but I was just trying to, you know, I just have noticed things about that film as I've watched it over the years. So, yeah, okay. And you just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. So yeah, you crowbar that in. So how many? Have you got any more? You, no. That's it. Because it? I only thought about the first three, and I just mentioned ET because I felt like I needed the fourth. But it's weird. I mean, we've talked uh, Mars attacks. <laughs> Mars attacks again. Yes. You know, but we've talked about. Uh, sci-fi and we'll get on to this the TV sci-fi series and I didn't even you know when I was trying to think of this I automatically went to the films mm-hmm. and I started thinking about 2001 A Space Odyssey um, very bleak and I guess a lot of the ones that I thought of iRobot Interstellar um, well I haven't seen Interstellar but Interstellar and things like that they're all quite bleak um, looks at the future you know, it, it, it's quite, I mean, bizarrely, I hadn't actually seen 2001 Space Oddity and it's been on loads of times. I've seen bits of it. I've never seen it, actually. And bizarrely, I was up in Liverpool. If you could say 96. that in a Liverpoolian accent, that'd no, be great. No, I won't. No. Um, I went up, I was up there because Euro 96, right? Long story, book tickets for the court final. Watched the game in there because we thought England were going to be it's up funny there. Funny you should mention the court. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, and then in the hotel, we'd been out and had a drink. We'd been out and watched another match. Then we came back and it was on in the hotel. And me and a couple of the others sat there, and we were having a drink really. And I, I think the combination of drinking and watching that film blew my mind because it is a very, very strange film. And in the end, I think I was the only one watching it, but that was the first time I've ever seen it. So I'd, I'd say if you ever watch that film, go to Liverpool. Specifically Liverpool. Yeah, stay in a hotel, go down to the hotel bar, get them to play it on the TV and watch it like that. It's the best way to watch it. If I just go into a hotel bar, can I yeah. just request any films? Not usually, but... Uh, in Liverpool you, know, you get them? Yeah, in Liverpool. They're, they're very if you much say it's my lifelong dream... To, uh, uh, yeah, no, to watch, watch my, my, dad said, to my dad said, I've got to do this. <laughs> but um, I've got proof now as well. Yeah, even something like iRobot. I mean, it was it was kind of had a, like a mega star in it with Will Smith, based on obviously the, the book uh, by Isaac Asimov, um, who is a, like a very famous science fiction writer, probably one of the most famous writers. Um, mm-hmm. That was quite bleak. That was, you know, it had all the effects in it because it was a Hollywood film. But, you know, that's what I kind of think of when I think... Even the things like The Hunger Games. Uh, there's this big thing about, you know, post-apocalyptic, like the uh, dystopian nightmare sort of thing. Uh, and and it, a lot of that, a lot of the bleakness of that, start almost starting again. You know, you're always looking back in time to how people have got to start again after we've been practically wiped ourselves out. A lot of those sort of ones popped in my mind. But you're, ab- I mean, again, you're absolutely right about the blockbusters and that. And, you, you, you know, you just tend to think of them as, other, I can tend to think of them as comedies or children's films or horrors or something like that. I don't really see uh, the, the other element to that genre uh, sort of eclipses the sci-fi element of it for me. I Slightly think. off topic, just yeah. really quickly, because I know there's stuff you want to mention, but I've just had a thought pop into my mind. So, do you reckon there's films nowadays that aren't considered sci-fi, which in the past would be considered sci-fi? Well, I guess everything, because of technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's someone using a smartphone. They go, oh, oh, blimey, when was that then? You yeah. know, that I mean, it is bizarre, because obviously when you look back at the technology in some of these 
uh, series. You know, you're talking things that were made, uh, you know, decades ago. So they've had to imagine what it was like, and they've it's got quite some interesting of it right. They've got a Loki as well. Yeah, is sorry, just to go off on this one as well. Loki, they're using older technology, and strictly speaking, that's the sci-fi because they're talking about time travel. Yeah, quite a lot of it. Though it's all set around time travel. The T in TVA standard for time, I believe. Hmm. Um, and that's um, that's quite interesting how they've used old technology. Well, I always thought, yeah, when they when they were doing sort of when they start doing prequels. So obviously, we haven't even said the word, but I will say Star Wars, right? So when they started making the all right, yeah, when they started making the prequels, they had to make sure that the technology that didn't exist anyway looked less technical than the stuff that didn't exist when they made it in the 70s if that makes any sense you know it had to look more primitive than ones that they made you know yeah which whenever how many years it was ago 20 odd years which before. interestingly they had loads of clones and yeah. then they got rid of the clones yeah i mean it's it's bizarre sorry and that also, was my squeaky chair that's all right and they also um they also had a droid homie. Yeah. So it, it's it's weird, and uh, but I always think when you look back at stuff like Star Trek, and you know that was in the sixties when that first came, like the series of Star Trek, the technology they had to work with then, it was incredible what they did. You know, I think it's it's uh, you know obviously you've got your Trekkies who are really into it, but I think it, 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 more appreciation should go to how they actually done it. You know how. The stories they tackled for a start, but how they, you know, the actual enterprise itself, the way that, you know, beam people up, all this, and a lot of those, te- I know we can't beam people up anymore, but yeah, or anymore, can't beam people <laughs> up at all. Yeah, yeah. We, they stopped doing that a while back. <clears throat> Excuse me, but, you know, they'd all look at scanners and have, uh, you know, people's faces on it, they'd all do that, they'd have uh, particular things to monitor people's like uh vital signs and that none of these things existed when they did that you know so it's flip phones flip phones yeah same with you all right so we've spoken quite a lot now about films and we mentioned it briefly about tv yeah and i think one quite good one to go straight off on because we've just mentioned time travel yes is doctor who doctor who that one. Yeah. We we I've I've grown up. I remember actually as a child, us sitting downstairs, you buying the Doctor Who DVD for a particular episode or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then us sitting down and watching it. And well, so like classic classic Who, as people call it. Yeah. And then also, I fell in love with well, well my first Doctor was Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, that's right. Because everyone has their first Doctor. Yeah. And uh, I remember really loving that. My favourite doctors, David Tennant and Tom Baker, really. But yeah, well, it's a it's a difficult one. I, I mean, when you look at that, it's it's, it's weird, really, because um, I don't know. I I can't say for absolute certain that I started watching it when John Pertwee was the Doctor. I certainly was watching it when Tom Baker was a doctor, but I think I probably did watch it when John Pertwee was. But obviously, I've watched them all since then, so and I'm a big fan of them, to be honest. But I like what I like about that, uh, and it's slightly different to what we're talking about. But just to say is that everybody's got their. It's a bit like James Bond. Who's your favourite James Bond? Everybody's yeah. got the one they grew up with. At a certain age, you are, you know, you know, it means more to you, perhaps. And and I like that about, it. and I love that part of. The Doctor Who universe is... The I mean, whoever thought of the regeneration, and it wasn't thought of straight away, it was because William Hartnell couldn't do it anymore. Whoever thought of it, genius. Just means they can continue... Yeah, but they can continue doing it. But I don't think that was in their head at the beginning. But It's it's one of these things um, with with Doctor Who. Wow, you're just making noises over there. Yeah, sorry. Um, That's all right. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of these things with Doctor Who is is great how it's been able to carry on throughout the generations there as well. Yeah. But a famous part of Doctor Who is obviously the time travel aspect aspect of it done with the TARDIS. Yeah. Now, I remember 
see, because obviously it's always been a police box, really. Yes, yeah. Um, and that's due to the comedian circuit circuit being yeah. broken. And I always found that geek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and I was thinking to myself, and I was actually doing this a bit earlier on, I was thinking to myself, I seem to remember there was a point where the comedian circuit wasn't broken. But I had a look and it was, um, it was going back, was it the fifth doctor or the sixth doctor? Um, there was two particular episodes with the Cybermen and I looked it up and I was thinking no I remember this episode because it like changes into uh, like a dresser and an organ and stuff like that really I don't, now yeah in like a scrapyard or something like that I believe it does well that. when it when originally like the original episode um, the teachers go back to because of the girl that's at school they go back to talk to her or to speak to her parents and that's when they find the police box and then they go on the adventure straight away with them um so it's obviously gone back to that sort of junkyard thing again but i can't remember that that's not something i I can remember so what are we talking uh the sixth doctor so that's um colin baker yeah i'm really trying to remember who it was yeah colin baker Um, is sixth doctor because but that maybe I, I think probably there was a point, and let's face it, they cancelled it after Sylvester McCoy was doing it, and he was—I mean, I think all of them have had, have, uh, have been great in the roles and brought something different to it. But they cancelled it, and you know, then there was this huge gap um, that you know they couldn't fill for a while and and you know it took a long while before they tried a special and they tried to link it out with america and tried a special with paul mcgann who arguably would have been a very very good doctor ongoing but then the appetite wasn't there again it was only when it was reinvented when Chris you Jackson. yeah yeah when i started watching it with Russell i T. actually Davis, remember so. i think i was around a friend i might have even been next door and they there was an episode on, I believe it was the one, I can't remember the name of the episode now, but it was the one where they touch, uh, where Rose touches the head, the head of the Dalek and it kind of becomes... It's just called uh, Dalek, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And it kind of goes up, ele- um, elevates. elevates up the yeah. stairs and stuff like that. And I remember that was the first episode I saw and you were already watching it, so I then went back and watched from well, the first... When you think series. about it, all right, obviously... Sorry, it was Colin Baker. Sixth Doctor. That's what I said, didn't I? Yeah, no, but I was just clarifying it was oh, right, the Sixth yeah. Doctor. Um, no, I think, again, when we talk about the technology, when it first started, um, you know, it, it, the technology and, and the imagination behind it, you know, there were some fantastic things there, you know, and it's, and it's gradually developed more and more. But it's got a different element to it, hasn't it? And yeah. You know, it's loved around the world, but it has got... I mean, he's not a fighter. He's not got a, a laser gun or a rifle. He's got a screwdriver, and he and he doesn't... He Well, he fights, but he, yeah, that's not what he's about, you know. Yeah. And it's a different... When you actually think about it, you think, oh, what's exciting about that? But, yeah, I mean, not everybody loves it. We love it. We've always liked it. You know, there's bits that we don't. There's doctors that some people are less keen on than others, but... I think it's been an absolutely been some incredible story, and I'm so proud that it's a British thing as well. well. This is the this is another point as well. Is I feel like British sci-fi when it comes to television, generally is quite good and does quite well. Hmm. For an, for example, another one being Red Dwarf. Now, love Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf is I think it's always it's underappreciated. Yet it's bigger than what people realise. Like, well, it's, I it's remember when it popular. first came on. And, um, you know, they were trying all sorts of things out at the time, you know. It's more popular in America than I thought it was. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, I know. But it's, um, and it's a very, it seems like very British humour. That's the thing. And I know they've tried to transfer it and and they did try to do Red Dwarf, didn't they, over in America, but it didn't quite work out. Same with Um, in-betweeners and stuff like that. Some things don't translate. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, it's incredible See, I love it, and when you even when at the beginning uh, they must have pitched it, someone had, must have huge faith in in it to make it because everything about it at that time would have said no, no, we're not doing this, you know. And I think, well, we watched something about it, didn't we? Well, yeah, there and was a documentary so- side of things, and, and yeah, they, it was it was one of these things that they just went. 
and they'd spent loads of money on it i seem to remember on sets and and such yeah so they made the pilot and uh, they weren't sure about it and you know and all the rest of it but they went with it and it just built momentum and got a cult following it very much was like that yes yeah. and really there was a point with the series when it was on BBC, where it was one of the biggest programs, you know, kickstarted some of their careers as well. Oh yeah, well, well yeah, some no. of the, they'd already had careers at that point, obviously. Absolutely, but, but the, the dynamic of it all worked really well. They're still friends, and they come back and they've now started doing them again. You know, they have, and they, oh, and they are still funny, and I, there's a bit of nostalgia there as well. But you know, I mean, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. When you look back, they did sort of a docu film on it. Um, <laughs> Doc. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and. That was, it was all, it, a lot of it's about luck. So a lot of it's about perhaps one person championing something and really putting themselves out on a limb about it. Star Wars was the same. Star Wars should have never have been made. And it nearly wasn't. And at several times during the making of Star Wars, yeah. it shouldn't have been. And it nearly collapsed. And it was, it was by the seat of their pants they did it. You know, and and sometimes it takes that to get it through. Seat and I think pants. sci-fi, but done by the seat of their pants. Yeah, is that the same? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but like, and I think sci-fi is one of these things. I think it's a lot more palatable now to TV executives and and film, um, you know, the studios and such. Uh, but it wasn't. You know, it was seen it's as like what we said with with. Uh, B, niche like, B movies and now yeah, yeah now it was seen like that and it was it's only realised that when the, the few of the breakthrough things have happened and suddenly people think oh actually we can make something because that's what it's all about making money out of it yeah and Star Trek's obviously had loads <coughs> of different things about it one yeah. I tell you what one I watched recently I've never watched a whole series through of, of Star Trek yeah I have watched um, the more recent films that are made and I quite enjoyed those until the one series I did watch all the way through, Star Trek Lower Decks. Now, I know you haven't watched that yet. Oh, it's that's a, the... It's the animated, animated one. Animated one, yeah. And it's, uh, it's a cartoon, and it's got, um, obviously, an adult cartoon, because they're more popular nowadays as well. And it's it's basically the people on the Lower Decks. Like, you always hear about the bridge crew and stuff yeah, like that. It's yeah, the people yeah. on the Lower Decks and stuff like that, and them going for everything. It's got some characters that come back from, obviously, the other things, a lot of mentions... Um, but it's really funny, really well, good. Well, I like I like the concept I of that, that because I I like the fact that the the fact that it's been made means it's not people are not taking it too seriously as in the Star Trek and franchise. I think this is the thing with Star Trek Star Trek yeah. Star Trek classically taken probably a bit too seriously sometimes, and yeah. and it's kind of proving that this you can have a comedy. You can, you can you have can. a pure there's, comedy. There's been That's what it was. Things. I mean. Most of the series they've done have been had some merit to it, and it's it's huge. I mean, it is a huge thing. But one of the, you know, obviously, some of the modern stuff like we took things like Friends and certainly The Big Bang Theory. Suddenly, being a geek is quite sexy and quite cool. And I mean, the references in in The Big Bang Theory to Doctor Who to Red. I think they've mentioned Red Dwarf. They certainly talk about Star Trek and Star Wars and all the Marvel stuff and that. that Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, which is another one from when I was Stargate. young. Stargate. Fantastic, Stargate. You know, it is cool. And and things, if you think about... I know I'm only talking about... I know Star Wars and Star Trek are huge franchises, but if I was to say to someone, if I was to do the hand thing, go live long and prosper, people know what that is. If I was to say, may the force be with you, people know what that is. There was a, you know, if you walk through and there's doors that are automatic, you do the Star Star Trek doors, you know. I do, I do, um, right? If I'm honest, there's lots of different things. Some people say open sesame, but also I like to do the force. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do the force. Or if uh, I've yet to find someone who doesn't pick up a cardboard tube and go vroom, vroom, or anything or or a baguette stick. yeah French stick doing that with a French stick that's compulsory surely now these things French stick bread not French stick how many times have you know I am your father you know these are these are films most misquoted quote that isn't it well it's a bit like um, 
beam me up Scotty. They never said beam me up Scotty in the whole of the Star Trek series, you know. He would say, Scotty, beam me up. But or beam some, me up. Yeah, beam me up. But he never said beam me up Scotty. But that was a catchphrase. That was anybody lampooning it would be, that would be what they'd said, you know, and, yeah. and all this sort of thing. But and it's, no, t- I am your father. Yeah. It's not Luke, I am your father. Yeah, yeah. No. But the, I suppose the compliment is when you get series that realise that there's so much, and there's just so much love. I mean, I'm a big fan of Family Guy. Love it or hate it, I do love it. And they're love always, it, right? Love it. <laughs> yeah, they always are going on about I mean, they've even done parodies of the free, uh, uh, you know, of New Hope. Empire Strikes Back and The Return of the Jedi. They've they've done actual episodes of that. They were always referencing this sort of stuff. It is huge. People, you know, if you say the word sci-fi, certainly when I was younger, people would think, oh, God, you know, little spotty kid with glasses, you know, sitting in his room watching. It's not like that. And I think it was a little bit more sort of, I don't know, not taboo, but a little bit more smirked at and dismissed. But now... It's very much in the mainstream, isn't it? It is very much in the mainstream. And may live long and prosper there. Oh, all the best to you as well. Thanks. (laughs) This is a song about me and my droid. His name's Bob. Born a droid, I've named him Bob. He's supposed to help with all the jobs But when I ask for a helping hand He just goes Beep, boop, beep He's got a leak It makes a mess There's oil and grease everywhere But when I ask him to clear it up He just goes Beep, boop, beep I've tried reading through the manual See what I'm doing wrong But now there's a message saying buffering So I've turned him off and on I bought a droid, his name is Bob The money I've spent just makes me sob He's just an expensive waste of time He's a Game time. Did you not expect me to press record? Are we recording again now? Yeah, we're recording now. Can you stop doing that? <laughs> well, can you be we need ready? to get some sort of light going on in here. Because, yeah, do you want me to? Yeah, some sort of green light so I know we should Alexa, be ready now. turn the lights. Let's see if it works. Oh, I've distracted her now by speaking. No, the lights have just come on. Oh, the lights came on. Okay, right. So we're we're going again, are we now? Yeah, we're going. Okay. So, this part, uh, game time. Um, Sorry, pronounce it properly. Uh, game time. There you go. Right? So, we thought what we would do is sort of think up a few ideas for perhaps a reimagining of some sci-fi films, or you know, some new ideas. All, yeah. all different sides. Let's, let's not. I'm. I'm going to be perfectly open about this. Is there was Please. a bit of confusion. Can you turn the lights down? I can't hardly see you there. <laughs> Alexa, turn off the lights. There you go, they've gone off. Okay. Yeah, sorry, being perfectly open about it. Um, there was a bit of confusion about what we were doing for game time this week. And so I, my personal ones, are a bit rushed and last minute. Oh, whereas mine have, I've been thinking about it all week put a few uh, a line down and i'm gonna well riff it as i go along. what happened was is we i had suggested a, a thing for the game which was we were gonna we were gonna make uh pitches about tv shows and stuff like that but i meant it for another episode and dad got confused and thought it was for this one Don't so we're I, just going with it I'm and old. we're doing I'm, I'm old and confused yeah we're just doing uh 
things, pitches for oh, TV just shows go with and it, films and, and yeah. stuff like that, sci-fi. So none of it makes any sense. It, none of it makes sense. I'm not even sure this podcast makes any sense. But anyway, that's what we've done. Okay. Uh, so sting. Oh, is there a sting? Always a sting. Oh, lovely stuff. Shall I play the sting? Yes. Why do I write them if you're not going to play them? Okay, I shall play the sting now. Some films are just plain useless. What if we made them more inclusive for the young and the old? We may just make sci-fi gold. What a lovely and crazy sting that was. It was not one of my best, but then, you know... it was Never a sting mind. nevertheless. It was a sting. That's that's all we could say about that. Okay, so gonna come up with an idea. Gonna brainstorm it. Yeah. We'll be honest and open with each other whether we think it's gonna work or not. Yeah. And then we'll move on to the next one. They're not one. fully fledged ideas, obviously. They're only like because we're we're talking about commissioning them. We're not going to say the full story. Cause I'm not going to waste all my time exactly. doing that and when you're just going to poo-poo them. People won't want to go and watch, watch them, will they? No. Um, so Who's starting? I've got four. Right. I believe you've got more than me, so you're probably best to start. Okay. Well, I, mine really centre around. I want to start bringing sci-fi to the forefront of, you know, life and for the younger generation. And the first idea I've got is for the very younger generation so the first film that i would like like to make already uh is the day the smurfs stood still right so the there was a classic film the day the earth stood still right which is why i use the word smurfs um very so basically the the premise of this is that um aliens come down they say to the smurfs you're making a real mess of the earth. You're destroying it. You know, you're setting up these is little this, toastal houses. Is this a sequel to the other Smurf films? No, no, had, this is a bit of a Perry sort of... It's not canon, right? Oh, wow, okay. But, but um, that if you don't sort it out, then we're going to wipe out your planet altogether and start it all over again, right? So then the whole story goes around the Smurfs trying to... The Smurfs from Earth? Uh, yes, uh, trying to make the earth more green rather than blue. Right. Making, you know, trying to uh, educate people on how they should behave. Uh, it's a big ecological thing about it. But bringing in the Smurfs, because all the young people like Smurfs, and all you teenagers yeah, like all, Smurfs. All the young people You know, like so Smurfs. they think, oh, a Smurfs film, and they'll go and see a Smurfs film, but they'll learn something at the same time. So... The day the Smurfs stood still. You know what? Yeah. I love it. I, I will commission that. I'm going to commission that. I mean, I'm thinking that we'll get some quite key people to voice the Smurfs. Yeah, like Jack Black. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. and like and, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They, they were the two at the top He's of my list. He's big in politics, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, no, good. And no. David Attenborough. And David Attenborough, definitely David Attenborough. Which one would he be? Would he be Doc? I don't really know which. I don't, I don't really Smurf. know that many Smurfs, really. Oh, there's literally a Smurf for everything. Is there? Doc's the one with the red hat, isn't okay. it? Okay. Well, I'm going to have to work a lot more on that then yeah. because I'm going to have to actually know, I'm going to actually have to learn a little bit about the Smurfs first. Yeah. But you know, Smurf rhymes with Earth. So what what do you want from me? What eh? more do you want? Okay, go for it, Connor. Do so you want me to do one? Yeah. Now I'm going to give you actually an option because I've got uh, I've got two sequels. A a genuine, a like two sequels to films that already exist. Um, I've got a spin-off of a film, and I've also got um, a straight-up original idea. So, you choose one you'd like to go first. Two. Oh, so you're doing it? Then all right. Yeah, because okay, I wasn't really listening to you. Okay, so this one, this is the second one I wrote. This is Gonk, a Star Wars story. Nice, I like Gonk. Yeah, yeah. Gonk. So, this story follows uh, GNK uh, two seven. So Gonk twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, straight after he comes off the manufacturing line, yeah. Uh, we follow his story as he's purchased by the Republic. The Republic transformed into the Empire once. Obviously, the yeah. this is going along the story. Spoilers, um, but yeah. the you know 
uh, Order 66 and all that. Uh, the Empire is beaten by the Rebellion. Spoilers. The Rebellion is for A new public is formed. Spoilers. Uh, the First Order ri- rises up. Spoilers. The First Order is beaten by the Resistance. Spoilers. And then all before, he inevitably falls over and can't get up. Nice. And that's... Yeah. what well, uh, the end of that then, is that the... You know, it doesn't matter what you go through. You're going to fall over. Sometimes the simplest things, you fall on your back and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And if there's not someone Just to, to clarify, pick you up again. Just to a gonk droid in the Star Wars universe is essentially a power power block, power cell type thing. Yeah, with They feet. transport power. They've got legs. Yeah. No arms, just legs, and they just walk around. Can, going, I, can I ask? Grunk. I've got a really important question about that, though. Yeah. And um, I'm going to slightly shift in my seat, right? right. Because it is a very important. I've really got to get myself a chair that doesn't squeak. Um, are you going to get someone, a real person, to play the gonk? Because I don't like too much CGI, and I think no, yeah. unless you get a little person in there who's going to sort of give it some sort of, you know depth and emotional impact yeah I was going to get a, a real person in there yeah yeah. but I was actually going to get a normal sized person in the gonk droid but then hire a really large cast oh so everybody else is going to be super but, so tall. by comparison it would be normal yeah but, watch that um, no. okay alright because <laughs> you'll get you'll get little people on you saying you're not no I you might know. do the other way around okay. <laughs> um, no I like that I like that yeah, I mean, you might as well. Uh, keep I don't really doing know these... the main storyline, but I know. Yeah, but that you it don't need a story, do you? Because it's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit slapstick as well. Even if it was but a short us... film, it could be a, genuinely it could be a short film of like him just gonking, walking, and the background changes like fades into this and then fades into one a of them roll backgrounds. Fades... Yeah, and it, it just looks like he's walking, but he's not. He's walking on the spot. Yeah, and in in the background, cactu- yeah. cactuses and things like that. And are going things past. things change, and like there's the battle on half. Um, oh, it's kind of. And it, then and then all that happens, and he goes gronk gronk gets to where he needs to go. Yeah, and then um, BB-8 rolls past and oh. it knocks into him. And he goes gronk, and then lands on his back, and that's it. Oh, so BB-8 did it. Yeah. All right. Okay. BB-8's a girl. Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. Like that. Right. Now, Can you commission it? Yeah, I'm going to commission it. I'm going to commission it because I love gonks, to be honest with you. Right. Look it up if you don't know what a gonk is. It's, you know, great. Anyway, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember a film called Total Recall? Never seen it. Right, well, it's been remade, but the the original one had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Right. And basically, he's in the Smurfs film as well. Yeah, he's going to be. He's going to be all over all these. But um, what it is, right, in that film he has a secret life he doesn't know about right because he's been programmed to believe he's got this certain wife and these certain things are happening but it starts to break away now in my inclusion side of this i think well no that's all very well right he gets his memory back he saves the day all the rest of it but that's not very realistic is it so what i'm pitching is is a partial recall Right, right, which is more about the sort of uh, degeneration of your brain and the fact that you never remember anything anyway. So basically, this 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 character is going to be an older Arnold Schwarzenegger, well, and yeah, he's only going to remember certain little bits and pieces. But then, even those little bits and pieces, like he'll he'll suddenly see someone, he go, "Where do I remember them from?" But then that'll go out of his mind because something else will happen. And he'll walk into a room and he'll He'll walk into a room, think, "Oh my god!" And then he'll forget, and he have to walk back out again. Walk down the stairs, go, or walk up the stairs. Something that when you get to a certain age, you know, people think it's funny, and it's not funny. So I want this to be something a little bit more serious. Yeah. Um, And basically, at the end of the film. He just doesn't know what's going on, right? He just doesn't. He doesn't know. That is slow deterioration. Deterioration, right? Right. And there's no it's happy dark, ending isn't it? because sometimes there isn't a happy ending. And this is sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's yeah because it's in space. Oh right, okay. Right. Um, but you know, I I think it doesn't always end up. You don't always remember. Sometimes it can be infuriating. Mm. So, and I'd like Arnold Schwarzenegger to pick up the role again. Because I think he could play the older gentleman really well. All right, that's great. I'm going to commission that. We're commissioning all of these. I think. Yeah, oh, I, I think they're all gold, aren't they? Really? Right. Okay, Connor. What I'm going to. I'm actually going to leave my um, original one to last because I probably 
I don't know. I like it. Um, this next one's called Toastbusters. Nice. Yeah. So this one's set in a Hovis factory in the year 2152. Right. Hovis, people make bread. Yeah. All bread. Yeah, all in bread. In that year, they, they yeah, all... they're, they've got the monopoly on it, haven't they? But employees keep being found dead, covered in jam and crumbs. Oh. Detectives are stumped, as the only evidence left is a butter knife. Right. Yeah. Some really loud seagulls outside. Oh, you're getting a bit alarming, this. Yeah. They're calling the Ghostbusters, which is now a huge organisation because it's 2152 and they've been going on for a really long time. Right. Um, after the the reboot that's going to be happening soon yeah. has been delayed. Um, and they've branched into other things as well, like bread-based products. Bread-based products, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they discover a possessed toaster and must take it on. So right. the, the thing is, is that a ghost has possessed the toaster. Okay. That's so in the what, I mean, factory. Yeah, and there's so a lot of bread supplied to that toaster. What What's the murder weapon in it? Is it... Toast. Just toast, not one of those big, huge crumpets or something like that. No, that's Warburton's. Well, by that time, they'd have taken over Warburton's. Or are Warburton's a, uh, a warring No, sort of because company? the government allow that because you need to be able to have... Yeah. It's about competition, isn't it? Okay. No, that, well, that's, that's a different UK start on it. I think, that. I think you're probably fine if you don't make that. That's the Ghostbusters they'll be making by that time anyway. Yeah, Toastbusters. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think um, that'll be about the 50th sequel by that point. So. Yeah, well, I've, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can yeah, see yeah. that happening. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. well, I, I, you I think know, we, we should do two, by the way, now. <clears throat> Excuse me, two. Well, you've got six written. Well, you? one of them's a. I've I've done a sequel oh, right. and, a, and a sequel of a sequel. All right, do. So I've got three, four left. Um, anyway, right. Star Star Trek. Everybody loves Star Trek, right? We've just t- you said about the the different sort of things that we've they've got. They've got an animation. They've had Voyager. They've had Deep Space Nine. They've had Next Generation. List them all, yeah. Uh, yeah, Enterprise. Uh, Original series, Lower Decks. Yeah, yeah, all the rest the of films. it. films. But they've ne- I don't know that they've ever made a, a musical. Oh. They may have, but they may. So I'm suggesting Star Twerk. Star right? Twerk. And what it is, nice. is it's a... I'm picturing Nicki Minaj. Yep. Yep. As uh, Uhura. Right. So it's the original characters, like, but they're going to be played by sort of musical or professional dancers who's playing Spock so I thought you've not got it all down yet huh you've not got it all down well no I I, tentatively thinking Eminem right yeah if that's what he's called yeah because I always think of the sweets when I say that and I feel like I've said Eminem's halfway through I start thinking of something else yeah (laughs) Eminem's right (laughs) so I'm thinking you know I don't want to you know obviously that was a multiracial cast and I'm not going to just plonk people in just to match that. But, you know, I thought someone like, um, who's that uh, uh, geezer up in Scotland that sings? Oh, Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, Scotty, right? So, How about Cy, the one that did Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style, what? Well, now we're, now we're no, starting to No, I'm just to saying as one of the characters. All oh, right, as Chekhov, yeah? Yes. As the Russian character, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in this, yeah. So I think I just want I just think that if people can, you know, embrace that sort of thing, if they've got people that they are heroes, you know, people they look up to, role models, then it's going to work. I've got to admit, it's one of my oh my god, I'm blind. It's one of my <laughs> I'm just less sorry, just sitting with the blinds, <laughs> fought out ideas and I've yeah. even lost faith in it as I've been talking about it so I don't even think I'm going to I think it. it would be a good special yeah yeah okay go for that we'll go, go for, for a special what's your next yeah. one alright well this is my second to last one okay this is um this is the third in a in a we're now being a, they're going to be a trilogy I guess um, Happy Feet Learning the Moonwalk right right so Mumble yeah, so that's the main character in Happy Feet. Because there's already been a Happy Feet 2, so it's Happy Feet 3. Has there? Yeah. I've not seen Happy Feet more 2. More Feet. Though, so. Happy Feet 2, More Feet? Yeah, Morphine. Morphine. 
Morphine, right? Yeah, okay. because it actually links quite well with this one. Mumble is taking the Antarctic by storm with taptastic moves. After a struggle with drink and drugs... So it's not, hang on, it's not global warming that they're all snapping off those bergs and everything, no? No, it's the tap dance. Oh, right, okay. Um, after a struggle with drink and drugs, that's also the Arctic. Um, well, yeah. Uh, drink, drink and drugs due to the fame surrounding <laughs> him. He wants bigger and better things. So he's, he's gone for rehab. He's doing better after the drink and drugs. Yeah. Um, after travelling the world to learn all the greatest dance moves, he has just one more to learn. The moonwalk. Right. Now, let's be honest, he's a penguin, so you got a bit confused at this point. The emperor penguin starts to work on a rocket with his new friend, Stephen the Stupidly Scientific Seal. Right. Yeah, new character. Um, they're about to dance all over the solar system. Right. So, so this is a sci-fi element. Space, I wondered yeah. where the penguin the sci-fi bit of it was. Yes, I thought I thought Happy Feet should take a great turn into the sci-fi side of things. You know, side penguins things. in space. Yeah, that sounds a good film. Nice, together, nice. I've just got an image of one with a, one of those little helmet things on there. Just one of those pecking, little helmet things. What just a helmet? Pecking at the glass. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Right, okay. Sounds yeah. great, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I really like that. Okay, right. moving on swiftly. Yeah. You've oh. got loads of time left. No, okay. Well, I wanted, you know, I was a big fan of Planet of the Apes, right? But I think, you know, that's been done. Has you know, it? It has been Multiple done. Times. They've done loads of them, absolutely loads of them. So I'm thinking, what is one of the biggest problems for the youth of today? It's healthy eating. You know, yeah. they all they eat is chocolate and crisps, right? Chocolate and crisps, crisps and chocolate, chocolate and crisps, right? Coffee. It's a terrible diet. They don't eat any vegetables. Do they not at all? No. Have you it, done surveys? I've, I've looked it up. I asked yeah. a few people that walked past. They don't eat any fruit. Right. Right. So, this is about a adolescent space traveller who gets stranded on a a planet where there is only veg and fruit. Right. Right. I feel like I know where the title's going to be. Well, it's called the Planet of the Grapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. But and, and it's about that youth's journey, um, and and the fact that they were very weak after the space travel, but they realised that by eating vegetables and eating, it's got a really strong message about uh, about yeah. health. There's a lot of messages behind yours, isn't there? Well, I thought that's what we need these days. I'm done with all this nonsense. Anyway. Um, it's all nonsense. So that was your catchphrase, wasn't it? It was. So like, the planet of the grapes. Now, as in the the way that these films were, I've also started writing the script for Despite the Planet of the Apes, and uh, the follow up to that, which is instead of the planet of the grapes. Sorry, I'd said that wrong. You know, Despite yeah. the planet of the grapes, and instead of the planet of the grapes, but they're all going to be fruit based, or veg, or veg, but mainly fruit. All right. Okay. Lots of sugars in fruit. Too Not much fruit natural really sugars, though. yeah, natural sugars, but with a balanced diet, right? Right, but there's no crisps or chocolate. You know, or cocoa coffee. is a fruit, all right, or is it a bean? Might be a bean, don't anyway, don't, yeah, okay, right. So, no, no, I like it, I yeah. think it's great. I'm gonna commission that. There's no apes in it, no, no, no apes at all. Good, I'm glad, yeah. Sorry, Ooh. my watch just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> <Dear. laughs> um, so, right. This last one, and we need to... Yeah, this last one is called The Grandmother Clock. Right. This is an original idea. Oh. So when a grandfather clock falls on top of an old lady, she dies. Yeah. It's a comedy. But not for long. Right. She's resuscitated. Oh. But when she wakes up in hospital, she's feeling stronger than ever. Right. Strange. She's just died and come back to life. But anyway... Everything seems normal until flu season hits. Oh, topical. Yeah, she was looking at photos of her deceased husband when she sneezed. Do people look at photos of their deceased people? Yeah, do you ever look at a photo of your dad, for example? Oh, I don't. I thought you meant actual dead people. Oh, no, he's oh, just right. passed sorry. away. Okay, sorry. With a flash and a bong... A bong? Yeah, not the drug one, no. but more like the noise a clock makes. 
Um, she was right there looking at her younger self and her husband eating dinner on their first date back in 1942. Wow. She thought she was imagining it due to being ill, but she wasn't. Right. This was a start of a lot of trips that, as she became the superhero we all needed. Grandmother Clock. Nice. Do you like it? Rather than Grandfather Clock. Yeah, rather I than Grandfather Clock. I see what you've done with clock. that, yeah. I thought time-travelling Nan. Brilliant. Yeah. I think we there's not enough time-travelling... Nans. ...old people. No. I mean, that Doctor Who did it for a while, but now they've got young... People. Young people doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, there's no reason to. I mean, they've the moved wisdom towards they the female the wisdom, side of things. The but, experience. The, yeah. The life experience they have. Yeah. Fantastic. I like that. Time-travelling Nan. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I wish I hadn't left this to last, but my final one, um, GC, the extraterrestrial. Gemma Collins, yeah. Right, so GC being Gemma Collins, right? right? Um, basically, Gemma Collins uh, comes down to the planet, right? You were doing this already. <laughs> and gets stranded, right? And everybody is frightened of her, and no one understands her. And she has to spend the entire ty- entirety of the actual film that I'm making trying to... How long's a film? Three um, hours? Oh, it's yeah, it's a trilogy. Right? right. So trying to convince the people on this pl- planet who she is, what she's famous for and what her talents are. Right, and there's all sorts of you know they don't they don't believe her they they don't understand her. Um, she eats a couple of them. Um, wow! <laughs> right, but you know, it's it's a it's a harsh look at the celebrity, and at the end, right, GC, she realizes she realizes there's more to life than being famous. There's more to life than being a celeb. Um, it's all about being happy, right? Wow. And she washes off her orange tan and the last shot of her is just her walking into the sunset, laughing. Excellent. I love it. Yeah? It's deep. Wow. It's, a, it's a big old... You better believe it's deep. Big old journey. Big, big, old, old, ju- big old journey. Big, long life lesson. <laughs> yes. I like it. Okay, so GC We should the learn not to take our fame too seriously, shouldn't we? Are we famous? No. Infamous. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite of famous. Yeah. People you actually go out their way to not know us. Yes, no, that's yeah. good. That's, I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. I think, I'll tell you, are we not making millions? There's been various things we've done books, blah, 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 blah. We should be millionaires. I like the way you hit books and it could be off to mention all the others because no, we I mentioned them all earlier in the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We wrote our own musical. Anyway, some great things there and I think we should commission all of them. Okay, great. Where you go. We're on to the last bit now, but just before we go, I have noticed something that popped up in my in our inbox whilst we were recording okay. there. Um, now, it's just come through from the website, which is fatherandsundays.com. Right, is it another... A little plug there. Oh, yeah, no, well done. And you can go to the contact us page or the contact page and you can submit your own things. And um, now, it's another five star. The strange thing about this is it's about an episode that we haven't actually even put out yet, and it seems to be from an email address that looks very familiar to me. But anyway, right, okay. <laughs> um, so this one seems to be from Ronald McDonald. Wow, and the subject is McFurious. McFurious, yeah, I bet he is. Now, I assume, sure, um, I I assume like Ronald McDonald is American, so should I, I be doing an American accent, or is that a terrible probably, idea? That's probably a terrible idea. All right. I think it's bad enough anyway. It says, Dear Limeys. Yeah, oh, so well, that's, that's a term nice they train. use for us, yes, I heard. Right. Um, As a promoter of healthy eating, I was <laughs> disturbed by your suggestion that all Americans are fat and have terrible diets. I don't think we actually directly said that. I don't think we did. I don't think we said that at all. Only the Mexicans and 75% of Floridians are obese. All the rest of us are slim. That doesn't seem very accurate either. No, it doesn't, does it? It He doesn't know what he's talking about. Please address this slur to avoid getting a huge red shoe up your... word that I would only have to bleep anyway. Ass. Yeah. All right. That's all right. I'll bleep that, though. Okay, then. 
just in case. Oh, All the best. Shoe? Oh, yeah. no, it's not that word. No. <laughs> All the best, RD. Ah, oh, what a clown. Yeah, what a clown. Yeah. Oh, we can... I've, I, we probably should clarify that. I'm... I'm Probably wasn't the real Ronald McDonald there, and we've got nothing against McDonald's or Americans. <laughs> yeah, okay, you can say that. Um, Denmark or Tunia, what? Oh, okay, well, that's going on the podcast, yeah? No. Oh, you didn't realise we're still recording? Oh, are you doing it to me again? No, I you? didn't actually stop recording. <laughs> you, the way you are, it seems like you've you've clicked a button and then you're going I've to... I haven't clicked a button, we're recording the end of the podcast. Oh, dear, and I've knocked me mic. Oh, 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 it's all going wrong I'm trying now. to be so professional. Yeah. Anyway, let's actually do record the engine. Okay. And then we can look at the football. Oh, I'm just telling you. Thanks for letting me know. And yeah. everyone know from the future. Yeah. Hello, all future people. Yeah. Very fitting Demo, for a <laughs> podcast. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, just in relation to, like I mentioned, the website, remember to go on there. We've also opened up our store on there as well if you want to check that out. Um, there's some cool stuff on there the contact page but yeah fatherandsundays.com there's lots of stuff on there even if you're just exploring it for a bit yeah have a look have a look have a look have a laugh yeah have a good day biscuit biscuit yeah (laughs) and also if you haven't done already remember to follow us uh, or like us on the the streets follow us down the street not too near though because if I spot you I'll say something (laughs) or alternatively just on the social media platforms like Twitter Facebook Instagram stuff like that uh, there is also a YouTube channel you can subscribe but it's up to you um, but yeah we've we've also got uh, remember to subscribe to us and listen to us on all your different platforms you don't have to do it on all of them you can just pick one yeah you're struggling a little bit I am struggling a little bit um, so like Spotify Acast iTunes remember yeah. to, if you can on, on the platform platform you're on I believe iTunes is the big one for it or Apple Music whatever Apple Podcasts leave a review Please leave great. a review. Leave a review. That would be If you great. like something or you not so like, please just leave a review. Actually, fact, I'd rather if you liked it, leave a review. Yeah. If you don't like it, send something to us. But, you know, in it, fact, it'll even be good if you to listen know to what it, people think. Even if you listen to it on something else like Spotify, if you can, go on to Apple Podcasts or something like that and leave a review because mm. you can't do it on Spotify. No, you're uh, right. That would be great. Really much appreciated. Um, but, yeah. That's about it. Yep. Is there anything you want to mention, Dad? No, I'm very happy. Other than Thank the, you. the score at the moment, 2-0? It's, uh, let me just double check. It's, um, I think they've just kicked off the second half and it's still 2-0. All right, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, well, thank you so much for listening then okay. this week again. That's all right. Oh, Were you listening? Yeah, 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 I was listening. Thank yeah. you for listening Thank to you. me, Dad. Uh, and uh, we'll hope to see you again in a podcast form next week. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Enjoy your holiday, Dad. Bye. Bye. the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.